satellite. Transmitting. Broadcasting live. Broadcasting live. Across Australia and around the world. Woo! Home to the world's biggest stars. Stars. Hey, it's Joel Corey, and right now I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Justin Bieber. Hey, guys, it's Tate McRae here. Hey, what's going on? We're Loud Luxury. And we're on air with Brandon Atkins. <laughs> My name is Ray, and I am on air with Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. And the hottest hits at night. This is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. And I put on a show. Emergency alert. Please stand by. Right about now, we're ready to count it down. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Live on air. On air. Now. Pinch the punch for the first day of the month. Yes, I know I'm half a day late, but you know what? I don't care. Um, still counts. Uh, can't believe it's the first of May already. Like, where has this year gone? It is going by so fast. Um, hello, welcome. Uh, hope you had a great week. Um, this is another edition of the On Air with Brandon Atkins show, and. I tell you what, the last week has been an absolute wow. Just It's been crazy the last week for me. So last night I was at a comedy show in Sydney. Um, see Melanie Bracewell. We all know Mel, um, dear friend to the show. She was on last year and, um, you know, cheap seats haven't been paying attention. And, wow, I don't think I've laughed so much in my life to the point where actually my rib cage really hurts. Um, so this could be an interesting show where if I don't laugh, at my own jokes, you know why? Because I'm in pain, as it is. So we'll see how we go. Um, speaking of the cheap seat, um, it premiered on Channel 10 last week with Mel uh, and Tim McDonald. Uh, Tim calling through in a little bit later, actually. I caught up with him uh, earlier in the week. So we'll replay that chat for you soon. And uh, we did a world premiere this time last week of an Aussie singer, Brie Clark, her song uh, Sinner. Well, we'll play that again later. And she's zooming in for a chat as well. So we'll do that in about an hour's time. We cannot wait to have a chat with her. In the meantime, let's kick things off with the feed, see what's been trending on your socials. And a Sydney council has come under fire for standing in the way of an iconic takeaway store. Yeah, you're not going to believe this. I'll tell you what it is very soon. In the meantime, let's kick off the show with Fresh Alesso, Zara Larson, which we also premiered last week. This is Words. I got the the best in pop, dance and R&B is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Cannot wait to have Harry Styles down under next year. On Air with Brandon Atkins. The Feed. Let's go. In fact, I tried buying tickets to his shows earlier this week. I thought I'd be smart and get in with the Live Nation pre-sale half an hour early. Um, yeah, I didn't realise everyone else had the same idea. I was 15,000 in the queue. Um, long story short, did not buy the tickets, so... Um, yeah, hopefully a freebie comes my way very soon. I'm sure it'll be a great show, nonetheless. Um, all right, let's have a look at the feed, see what's been trending on your socials earlier in the week. And a Liberal National Party candidate for the Australian Senate has lashed out at plus-sized Aussies and believes they should be banned from purchasing sugary products. So, news.com.au reports that Nicole Tobin agreed with a social media post that claimed obese people shouldn't be able to purchase anything containing white sugar or refined flour. And no soft drink if your BMI is over 30 either. 
water or one glass of red wine only. The NLP candidate spoke with News Corp and blamed overeating on boredom, saying, you know, because I see young girls, not my daughter, she's thin, we're probably blessed with great genes or something, we are busy people and don't get time to eat. But I know when I'm bored, I eat half a packet of mince last biscuits. The next day, I won't be touching anything, I live on coffee for the day and have a decent dinner. Now, Ms Tobin also took aim at parents who are packing sugary foods in their children's lunchboxes, even linking tidy teddies to the rising rates of obesity amongst the younger generation. This isn't the first time that the Senate candidate has raised eyebrows for her controversial statements. Last year, while responding to a Twitter post, she said that illiterate First Nation voters are being driven by lefties to election booths, which she claimed led to voter fraud. Absolutely disgusting. Um, okay, number two story. A Sydney council has called for an iconic takeaway joint to pull back its operating hours. So Paddington's legendary Indian home diner will be forced to cease late night trading on weekends despite having a le- decade-long reputation for doing just that. While most Aussies are of the consensus that you can't beat a massive filthy kebab in your gob after a big night. Well, Lara Council has projected an application to see the Sydney icon keep serving until late. Now, its operator called Robert Chowdhury has been serving up his carby kebab goodness for more than 10 years, but it seems After Hours Vendor has been doing so in violation of development application conditions. So... The takeaway joint was given until March last year to continue until 3am Friday and Saturday night. Under a trial, the council found that he was continuing to trade, um, you know, until the wee hours of the morning on the weekend past this trial period. Um, The council has denied his application to extend it, claiming the favourite late-night feed may have an adverse impact on an acoustic and visual privacy and was not in the public Interest. Apparently, a GoFundMe and crowdfunding campaign has been launched to cover any legal costs, and a big petition has gone, you know, viral as well. So, good on him. Uh, and another one story: Uber has admitted to duping Australian customers into thinking they could be charged cancellation fees for rides, despite company's own policy preventing any costs actually being charged. The rideshare app's admission means millions of Aussie customers may have been tricked into using the service to avoid fees that would have never actually been charged in the first place. And now faces a $26 million fine for deceptive conduct. So the app's admission comes as a result of the uh, investigation from the ACCC who was suing the rideshare app in the federal court. The rule is that Uber's own policy says that riders cancel, rides cancelled within five minutes, sorry, will not incur a cancellation penalty, but people were being charged a small fee. Um, yeah, so we'll watch this space. Apparently 2 million Aussies were sort of in amongst, caught up in this misleading cancellation warning. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that, see how that all progresses. In the meantime, let's do a round of the E3. Plenty of Hollywood goss to get through tonight. We'll get into it soon. This now, Joel Corey, David Guetta, Bryson Tiller. We love this track. What would you do? Uh, Fresh Lotto coming up in three minutes. What would you do? 1053 New FM. Hi, everyone. This is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Lado, big energy. Ladies and gentlemen. This is Rihanna. This is Calvin Harris. Kim Kardashian West. Get all the top trending celeb guys. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. The E3. Hope you're having a great Sunday night. Let's inject you with a bit of Hollywood goss. Uh, and Ellen DeGeneres has retired her talk show dancing shoes after 19 seasons. The daytime legend took her final bow as host of Ellen DeGeneres' show as she filmed the final 
final at this week. Uh, it'll be shown on May 26th, so it's still got a couple of weeks away. Ellen reflected on the moment with a sentimental nod to the past, saying, when we started the show in 2003, the iPhone didn't exist, social media didn't exist, gay marriage wasn't legal, we watched the world change, sometimes for the better, sometimes not. But whatever was happening, my goal was to always uh, make this a place where we could all come together and laugh for an hour. Being invited into your lives has been the greatest privilege of my life and has brought me incredible joy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. There you go. Uh, end of an era. Ellen Generous gone from our TV screens, mate. 26. Uh, speaking of someone else that is, uh, you know, kicking up and relaxing, I wouldn't say relaxing, but uh, leaving their post on TV, James Corden. Um, yeah, he dropped a bombshell saying he's leaving his late-night TV show next year, calling it a good time to move on and see what else might be out there. Um, so Corden announced his decision uh, during Thursday's CBS program taping. He began hosting this back in 2015. He said, when I started this journey, it was always going to be just that. It was going to be a journey, an adventure. I never saw it as my final destination, and I never want this show to over... I didn't want to over stay my welcome uh i want always want to love making it Corden didn't offer any deets on where he might be going next um but yeah i, I don't know where he'd be popping up next i don't see anyone else leaving their show anytime soon. Maybe he might make a Netflix show just dedicated to carpool karaoke. Who knows? Uh, the number one story trending. There's a lot of talk about this this week. So Ray J, he's responding to a clip from Thursday's Ep of the Kardashians regarding his 2007 sex tape with Kim Kardashian. In the clip shown on the TV show, Kim got emotional as she alleged that ex-hubby Kanye West retrieved a hard drive containing rumoured unreleased footage of the sex tape, which was filmed, just to preface it was filmed back in 2003 when Kim and Ray J were dating. Went public in 07. Um, now, he, she said, I know Kanye did this for me, but he also did this for my kids. I want to shield them from as much as I can. And if I had the power to, or if Kanye has the power to, like, that is just the most important thing to me. I'm so emotional because of it. It just means a lot to me. But Ray J seems to have a different version of the event, saying, um, yeah, this is totally untrue. Um, it's a lie, and you can't let them do this anymore. So a rep for Ray J did not immediately respond to our request for comment. So we will watch this space very closely. A lot of he said, she said, and who knows what's who knows what's happening just quietly. Um, big show still to come. Stick around. Um, I caught up with Tim McDonald earlier in the week, host of The Cheap Seats, uh, 8.40, Channel 10, and 10 Play On Demand. So audio quality won't be too good because I recorded it in the car. Uh, don't ask why. I just recorded it in the car. So we'll play that for you in about, what, seven minutes? And back into this, I've got the fresh track from Ava Max, and I tell you what, it is a huge hit. Wait there. On air. With Brandon Atkins. New FM. Oh, what a tune. Fresh Ava Max. Maybe you're the problem. I see you, baby. It's the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Um, whilst we're up in the cheap seats, Mel Bracewell, Tim McDonald, they've got a front row seat to all that's happening in the world at the moment. The cheap seats back on the telly on Channel 10 and 10 Play On Demand. Uh, Tim McDonald uh, calling through now. Hello, mate. How are you? Hey, Brandon. Lovely to be here and amazing to be back for season two of the cheap seats. We're as surprised as you are. <laughs> Well, it's actually funny because I got behind the show, you know, first episode last year, fell in love with it, and it's funny because it feels like for you and Mel, we had Mel on the show last year talking about it, um, but I feel like for you and Mel, it's it's like a reality of being like Koshy or Sandra Sully for you guys. Is that kind of like the premise for you guys? 
Well, essentially, our budget is so tight that uh, I wear Waleed's leftover suits. So it does feel like we're pretending to be serious news people, but we, we, we love it. For people who haven't seen the show, speaking of 10 management, it's basically Mel and I, we watch uh, about 100 hours of news every week to try and find the best bits so that you guys don't have to watch the news at home. Because it's tough watching the news. There's so much of it. Of There's course. so much bad news out there in the world. So what we try and do is we try and watch everything to bring you guys the best bits. Uh, that's oh, 100 hours. That's just, no. I, I I struggle just to watch Peter Overton for an hour. As much as I love him, I struggle to watch an hour of news at night, let alone 100. How um, how do you divvy up, um, you know, who watches who? Are you watching today? Is Mel watching Sunrise? How does that work? Well, well, it is, it is tough because a lot of our mates are, you know, have you, have you seen Bridgerton on Netflix? And we're like, I'm halfway through a sunrise. So <laughs> we have different viewing habits to everyone. But we, we try and watch everything. And we watch everything from, from sunrise and today in the mornings right through the, to the latest at night. We're watching news in Darwin, Tasmania, the Gold Coast, all across Australia um, to try and find those bits of the news that you won't have seen elsewhere. So that hopefully um, when you watch 8.40 tonight on 10, uh you, you get a sense of what's going on in the world. Well, you are doing a deed, a good deed or service to, to a lot of people around Australia because, you know, for me, based in New South Wales, I've got no idea what's going on in Townsville. I mean, you know, I'm sure someone got mauled to death by a crocodile or something, but, you know, you're 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 actually bringing the news to you know, people in Australia that know what's going on halfway across the country. So you're actually doing something good for us. Totally. And, and each each state has different newses. So, like, like in Sydney and Melbourne, often it's about the election, COVID. I was watching Gold Coast News the other night, and the lead story was a portaloo caught fire. So there's different <laughs> levels of news across the country that um, hopefully you'll see on the cheap seats. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, you've also got uh, my mate Mel Tresina back, Titus O'Reilly uh, will be contributing as well. Um, is there anything different that we could expect uh, this year? Got any other contributors, any other segments that you, don't, you didn't touch base on last year? Um, well, we're just waiting on uh, rat test results and security clearance for a couple of guests, but uh, <laughs> look, we've had a, we've had a look at the, the modern TV landscape. We've tweaked the format slightly, so this year we're asking, can rescue dogs cook? Um, so that's the theme of this year's show, but we'll have a couple of guests along the way. But Mel Tresina's back to talk showbiz. Tyler O'Reilly wraps up um, sport, and we'll have a couple of um, your favourite comics and friends drop through uh, over the course of the year. Oh, that's brilliant. Now, I think the most important question um, for the first step, um, will you be covering off five months' worth of news? Because you haven't been on since, I think, late November, early December. A lot has happened since then. Are you, is this going to be like an episode dedicated to five months, or was it be, will you drip and drab over it a couple of weeks? or you're just going to forget it and just focus on what's happened yesterday? Well, firstly, spoiler alert, Brandon, I haven't watched the news in the last five months, so I'm waiting <laughs> to catch up on it. But look, we know that there's a lot going on in the world, but we're, we're, we're trying to bring you the, the fun bits of the news. So we're going to dance around the, the, the difficult news that's out there at the moment and hopefully bring you some fun news uh, and news from Australia and, and around the world that you haven't seen before. But... Um, yeah, spoiler alert, I haven't quite caught up on the news yet. Okay, that's just, that's just between you, me, and whoever's listening to the show right now. Um, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I know Titus O'Reilly... This, 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 this isn't going out, is it? No, 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 no just between you and I. We're just having a nice chat, you know, like a, just a casual conversation. Um, I know Titus yeah, O'Reilly, um, you know, does cover on, on sport a little bit. Um, would there be any sort of room in the budget maybe to expand your wage to include, I don't know, a dedicated Formula One segment? Well, for, firstly, um, I just need to check a couple of words. What, what's, a, what's a wage and what's a budget? Um, this is Channel 10, Brandon. We don't have room in that budget, but I'd love to chat more F1. I'm, I'm a massive F1 fan, and um, 
but so we'll hopefully have a bit of F1 in the sports segment this year. But we had everything last year. We had a, 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 a clip from sport of, of three people tr- trying to keep a balloon up in the air. So that's the level of sport that we're at um, this year. Oh, well, look, I cannot wait to watch it tonight. Uh, the Cheap Seats, 8.40, Channel 10, 10 Play On Demand. Uh, catch Mel Bracewell. And Tim McDonald, um, we cannot wait to watch it. Thanks so much for hanging out, mate. Hey, thanks, Brandon. Appreciate it. All right, keep it locked. Introducing you to Aussie singer Bree Clark out of Perth inside the next 20. Becky Hill topic now here at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Bit of a flashback, Demi Lovato at New FM. There's only one. Hey, don't forget, if you want to get in touch at any time tonight, the number 131009 or hit me up on Instagram at Brandon Atkins Radio. Hit follow while you're there as well. Um, As I was driving in this afternoon, I kind of sort of stumbled across a bit of a... I had an epiphany, all right? That's the word I'm looking for. I'm looking... I had an epiphany. I'm 25 and a half years old next month. I know, right? Yes, round of applause. I'm expecting gifts for my half birthday. Um... Yeah, I, I'm 25 and a half, and I have never been drunk in my life. No, I... Yeah, I know, this is mind-blowing. I feel like I've not lived a life. I drink. I socially drink. I don't, like, have, you know, a case of VV every night. But, you know, I'll have a have a beer, have a cider. Don't mind a white wine as well. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm a social drinker. I might have one at home here, there, and everywhere as well. Um, maybe, like, once or twice a week. Um, but I don't think I've ever been drunk in my life. The most I've had... I was at a wedding a few weeks ago... And the most I had was there. And I had to think about 10 drinks. And I wasn't drunk. Like, I woke up the next morning, went to work, was fine, didn't bat an eyelid. Um, and I remember every single bit of that night. And I know I get tipsy because I know I get very loud. And people who know me know I'm already loud as it is. So you put alcohol in me, it's a whole different thing. But it got me wondering, A, should I try being drunk? Should I just drink to my heart's content and try and get drunk and then experience what it's like to have a hangover? Um, I have a friend of mine who drinks regularly and gets hangovers quite a bit. And yeah, it's starting to get sick of these hangovers. They're quite, could be very painful hangovers. So I want to put the call out to people listening right now. Best hangover cures, 131009. I want to be able to pass this on to my friend, but I want, I want to have this for my own thing too. Should I get drunk at some stage? Um, I know there's heaps on the internet, but I want to know what you guys have got to overcome a hangover. Maybe you just, you know, you're hoeing a kebab, just going from our feed story earlier, or maybe a Big Mac, or... I don't know, you spray Glen 20 and inhale that. I don't know, I don't know. I'm just literally just r- rummaging off random things. Um, best Hangover Cures, 131009. Instagram me, at Brandon Atkins Radio. Or if you want to go a bit l- old school, uh, go to Facebook, On Air with Brandon Atkins. We'll do your feedback next. I just want to be Doja Cat and The Weeknd. You're right. On your home for the best in pop, dance and R&B, this is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. We are live across Australia for your Sunday. Thanks for hanging out. You're On Air with Brandon Atkins. Oh, yeah, turn me on. Um, We are chatting all things hangover cures tonight. I mean, like, that bombshell announcement, like, I don't know, five, ten minutes ago, that I have never had a hangover in my life. I've I've been tipsy, I've had, like, ten drinks, and I've been totally fine, recall the next day, not been sick, not had, a hang- like, a, a headache or whatnot. The hangover symptoms, like, it's a disease. Um, yeah, I've, yeah, 25 years, been drinking, what, since I was 18, 19? Never in my life. Um... 
But we were chatting, I was chatting with a friend the other day who drinks regularly. Okay, not a binge drinker, um, but, you know, drinks, you know, a bit more socially than I do. Um, about hangover cures, and it got me thinking, I'd like to know what a good hangover cure is just in case I happen to go home tonight and drink excessively to get my first hangover. Um, by the way, responsible drinking. Don't don't drink and drive or anything. Um, all right, let's go out to the phones. 131009 if you want to weigh in on this. Jess. Hello, what is your go-to hangover cure? Oh, I guess you've got to go with the hair of the dog the next morning, don't you? I suppose. You know, you do make... That's a very good point, actually. As I said, like, I've, I have never had a hangover in my life, Jess, so I, I... But I've heard that can do the trick, so I'll take your word on that one, okay? Well, well, I've only had a couple, and, and that's only after a few Long Island iced teas, and, and <laughs> yeah, I don't know about going with the hair of the dog with that drink. That's important. <laughs> Hey, look, whatever works, right? (laughs) That's it, yeah. Uh, Let's go to Maddie. Hello, what's your go-to cure to beat a good old hangover? Uh, KFC. Oh, really? Wow, okay. What's what's your go-to KFC order that sort of, you know, helps this? Uh, Your Wicked Wings, the oiliest, yeah, piece of chicken you can get. Okay, now my mouth is watering out for KFC, Maddie. You've you've done it now. (laughs) You've done it now. Wow. Uh, Keep your suggestions coming through, 131009, or... Hit me up on the gram at Brandon Atkins Radio. Would love to get them on air soon. In the meantime, we have still got a big hour of the show still to come. Uh, Brie Clark, she's a singer based in Perth. Got a brand new song out called Sinner. New album on the way in a few weeks too. She'll be zooming in, oh, let's say maybe 15 minutes. Don't go anywhere. On air with Brandon Atkins. Selling out all her Oz shows in like a minute. Tate McRae on the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Yeah, we're your home for the best in pop, dance and R&B. And I remember for, like, my birthday one year, my mum bought me... T- well, not bought me. Well, yeah, I guess bought me, in a way, uh, tickets to a Wiggles concert. I mean, I would have been four or five at the time. Um, so I guess she bought it for herself to take me. Either way. Had a birthday thing me do at the Blacktown RSL watching the Wiggles. Yeah, let's, let's throw it back to, you know, early 2000s. And... It got me thinking how good live music was when, um, you know, when you were a kid, you'd watch High Five, you'd watch The Wiggles, and it would be such a great time. And so it, it mind boggles me that Lil Nas X wants to tour with The Wiggles. Yeah, this is absolutely crazy. They revealed they're trying to get them to join on their love Long live Montero tour later this year. The Grammy Award winner rapper took to Twitter to reveal his plans for their upcoming uh, slew of performance and reckons the iconic music group would be perfect, saying, trying really hard to get the Wiggles to co-headline the tour with me. I will keep you updated, guys. And I would really love to see this. Imagine, like, there's five-year-olds, you know, singing hot potato, hot potato, and then we're all just having a good time to industry baby or that's what I want. That, to me... That is what I want. That is the definition of a great birthday party. Um, yeah, surprisingly many fans express their love for the potential collab. As one reason wrote, the adult Wiggles concerts go off. This would literally be amazing. Actually, that does beg the question. Would it be the kids' Wiggles or would it be those adult Wiggles? Because you know how, like, they've been touring around Australia and they've been doing, like, adult-only shows? That's actually... That really didn't occur to me. Would they get the modern Wiggles or the old Wiggles? I don't want to say old because, well, they're old, but you know what I mean. That's 
Wow, so many questions we need to answer. We'll keep you updated on this. Uh, in the meantime, uh, introducing you to your next favourite Aussie singer by the name of Brie Clark. She's got a new track which we gave the worldwide premiere to last week, Sinner. We'll get that on air in three minutes. She'll be zooming in in about five minutes, but we can't not play a Lil Nas X song. This is with Jack Harlow, Industry Baby, at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Oh, loving that one. Fresh from Brie Clark. It's called Sinner. On Air with Brandon Atkins. Yep, the new track is called Sinner. Um, the artist behind that, Brie Clark. Zooming into the show now. Hello, Brie. Such a delight to have you on the show. Hey, Brandon. Nice to be here. Thank you nice. for having oh, me. This is, oh, and I know this is really weird because um, I've done this show for, I think, it's actually coming up to seven years next week, actually. And okay. I think... I think you're the second guest I have spoken to from Western Australia in seven years. Wow. Okay. And that's and I don't have anything against West Australians. <laughs> it's just that's just hot luck. So it just it's really weird because like it's six o'clock over here. It's what three four o'clock over where you are at the moment. Four o'clock. Yeah, for oh, Okay, and Pretty so, good, yeah. okay, so like we're coming to the end of the day over here. Your day is pretty much still kicking on. So what have <laughs> I caught you in the middle of doing on a nice sunny afternoon in Perth by the looks of things? Uh, yeah, you've caught me um, picking up some prescriptions and it was at Chemist Warehouse. So it's always a risk. <laughs> it's a 20 minute wait or a two minute wait and you never know until you get there. That's, so. why, that's why I vow never to go to Chemist Warehouse for anything. I um, And this is a oh, great great plug. I've just done the Chemist Warehouse, if you're listening. You're welcome. <laughs> um, no, I, I I feel like any chemist you go to, it's it's really that really risk. I remember I went to a chemist once years ago, and I can't remember what it was for. I think I had salmonella. Um, we're getting real deep and personal here. Um, well. And I think my, I had to wait, I think 45 minutes for a prescription. Yeah, and that's like, that's my whole day yeah. gone. I don't like that. Yeah. That's 45 minutes, yeah. yeah. Well, because I've got a chronic illness, so I go through quite a lot of medications. So um, if I was made of money and maybe didn't didn't be an artist in the uh, absolutely decimated music industry after Corona, mm -hmm. um, I might be able to afford to not shop at Chemist Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I think uh, within the first three minutes of this interview, we've lost Chemist Warehouse as a potential sponsor. You know what? I'm <laughs> And you know what? That's fine. You know, you, you win some, you lose some. You know, you're right though. Like the music industry has really been decimated by Corona in the last two years. Every musician that's been on the show, both you know, some like independent, you know, busker from like the train station to you know, great national treasures like yourself, and then but the international artists. Everyone has felt the impacts of COVID in different ways. So for you. How have you how have you managed to sort of get through the last 18, 24 months as a musician? Well, I was living in Sydney, um, doing a lot of top lining and kind of making this album. Yep. Um, and because I'm immunocompromised, I figured that rather than being in the giant test pool that Sydney, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and having to take public transport with all manner of wonderful people, I would move back home to Perth and just kind of ride it out. Um, but yeah, so it's taken a big toll, I think, just mostly, um, obviously live touring is absolutely, yeah. now it's starting to come back like Which is two right. and a half years later. Oh, so great. Yeah. Um, I played my first gig supporting Grace in Frio 
It's all uh, that last week. Yeah, that was my oh, first yeah. gig in like two and a half years. <laughs> um, I was, I wasn't even because my hand, my wrist. Uh, I used to play the piano um, for gigs, but uh, the way that my um, autoimmune disease is going right now, my wrists aren't the most reliable. So I was just sitting on a stool, not even holding the microphone, but I was um, so nervous that I like feel like I did like a whole quad like workout <laughs> so I got off the stage and just my legs were just like whoa I've been tensing for 45 minutes <laughs> wow I, that, I, there's so many questions within that I mean were you nervous <laughs> were you nervous at the fact were you performing with Grace because Grace is she is an absolute phenomenal artist were you nervous at the fact okay. that yeah this is your first gig in like two two and a half years um mostly just the first gig in two and a half years and um and just the fact that that whole album is just a breakup album. So it's just like depresso after depresso after like angry after just, it just doesn't kind of, it's very unrelenting. So <laughs> I just tried to be like, I don't know, um, I'm awkward on stage at the best of times, but there was quite a bit of laughter. So I, I'm hoping what? that we, we managed to kind of diffuse some of the, the, the yeah i like that okay yeah. i'm glad a bit of light and a bit of shade um that which, yeah. is what, which is what we want what's it been like living in a corona you know in the during covid sorry in a state like western australia because i mean i feel like you would know best that um you know west australia has sort of been I don't want to say the butt of all jokes, but it's been quite talked about, you know, during the pandemic, you know, we're living life free over here and, you know, a lot of people in the East, and I'm not saying myself because I haven't, but I know people here in the East have been like, oh, why don't Western Australia open up? You know, they're going to, you know, eventually, you know, be in the same boat that the rest of us are in. So what's it been like, you know, you were here at the start of the pandemic here in the, in the East. What's it been like in the West sort of? in this sort of bubble what's that been like i've not actually ever spoke to anyone that sort of experienced that um well for me um it was amazing um it, today was the first day that masks were they're not um needed to be worn in public mm. so um for me as somebody who's chronically ill who is immunocompromised who would have would face quite severe um, ramifications if I did get COVID and I wasn't triple vaccinated or um, whatever. I'm so grateful that Daddy Mark has just blessed us all <laughs> with two years of safety. Daddy Mark. Um, yeah, that's what we, we, we love Daddy Mark over here. Everybody <laughs> over there I think thinks he's just some like communist kind of leader and just well, not a fan. But. We, we, have a, we, have a, we have a view of Mark. I'm sure he's a nice fella. <laughs> um, you know, whether we, whether or not we agree with how he's dealt with things, that's another matter. But you know, I guess at the end One of the of day... One of my really good... Oh, go oh, on. Sorry, one of my really good friends has photoshopped, photoshopped herself into a photo with... Um, Mark McGowan and that's on her bedside table and it's just like <laughs> he's but, become this kind of poster boy for um, you know just getting has, the job done <laughs> he has he has in a way and I guess at the end of the day if you sort of done the right thing by you guys West Australians well then we've got nothing we really have nothing to complain about so as long as it's kept you safe and whatnot that's the main thing um but I feel like over the last 
you know, a little while. You've been really busy. You've got this album um, in the works. Well, it's finished now. It's coming out June 17th, which we cannot wait for just quietly. Um, and Yay. obviously your fresh single, Sinner, which I think we had a world premiere of last week on the show. We were the first yeah, you uh, did. Yeah, show, yeah. which oh, I tell you what, when I push played on it last week, I've heard it you know, a few times prior, but when I push played on it last week, there was something special about it because your voice just hearing it come through the speakers absolutely hypnotic um and oh, thank you and yeah you can sort of hear in the you know, through this song there's this sort of angst about heartbreak and depression from uh from a relationship which you've kind of alluded to um yeah. so talk to me is this a personal experience that you've gone through is this about a friend um how you know give me the lowdown on this look brandon i'm just gonna you know um Basically, I love a story, so you, take your time. We've got all the time in the world, okay? <laughs> this is a two hour show. Wanna, this story could be three hours. I couldn't care less. Just go for it. <laughs> I just want to issue a warning for anybody who wants to date a songwriter and then does some dodgy shit. Right. It's gonna come out. And unfortunately, or fortunately, I, um, I kind of. Yeah, was on the receiving end of yeah. It's kind of it's unfortunate for them because you know yeah. they they are kind of sort of being you know highlighted for their you know their behaviour. But fortunate for you because you've got an al- <laughs> you've got an album for it now. You've, you've got you've got material for it now. Yeah, I got an album and I got a really big chunk of money to make it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, oh Warner. my god, that's brilliant! <laughs> wow. Um, so, is this is this whole album um, waiting? Um, is this whole album about that particular relationship, the journey that you've gone through from start to finish? Yeah. So exactly. I wanted. I uh, well, initially, I moved to Sydney because I do a lot of top lining. I write a lot for other artists. Yep. And that was kind of taking off, and that was kind of what really drives my. Um, Creativity. I love the writing aspect. I hate. I. I don't hate, but I don't really love being the artist and being in front of the, the whole, it, kind of circus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, I'm. I booked in some sessions with some friends when I moved to Sydney because I was, very like, very not well, um, and just kind of, wanted to get rid of the heaviness and the <laughs> and write some stuff um, so that I could go into sessions with other artists and not kind of bring it down like good. So I did a few more sessions um, and then we had, I think, 13 songs in a month um, in August 2019. And, um, and then I said, well, I mean, I love them. I love them all. So why don't we just make this like a like an audiobook kind of thing. These are the stages that I went through. This is Brilliant. the order, like time stamped, anxiety, pocket of life. Wow. That now I won't be able to <laughs> I, leave. I, I, know, but I think it's so beautiful how you've managed to yeah, create an album. It's a story, you know, beginning, middle, and end, chronological. Yep. It is a ro- we experience a roller coaster of emotions as to you know, throughout that relationship. It's you know, so much that we're there with you, and I find that art of storytelling so compelling. And I feel like not many artists can actually 
do that correctly. I know one artist that can probably at the top of my, you know, top of my mind, not a big fan of them, but um, that can do it so well is Adele and her brand new album. Um, she was able to do that. And, you know, I think it's a true art to actually do that. Well, yeah, especially now because uh, like the way the music industry is at the moment with streaming, it's a really single dominated kind of era of music. Yeah. And um, I, as a songwriter, not so much a, a, an artist, but I love long form EPs and LPs and it, and it just, it's always a dream of mine that I've had to make an album. Okay, so talk to me musically after this album, when it's released, waiting, June 17th, um, what's in the pipeline for you? Um, more music in the works, more live shows, what can we expect from the wonderful Brie Clark? Um, I think after the album, um, I think I'll just focus on co-writing. I've got a couple of projects um, in the works with some friends. So that's Lovely. that's that's kind of giving me a little bit more um, joy and excitement right now, collaborating with, with friends. And um, yeah, it's really hard doing it alone, kind of being a, of a solo artist. So I'm really looking forward to sharing that kind of with, with some good, good mates. Um, a couple of tracks on the next Vera Blue record, um, and on the next Grace record, she told me at the show last week. So, um, who knows? Who knows what's in store? <laughs> wow. Okay. You've got you've got so much up your sleeve, and it is so nice to see uh, a young Australian muso like yourself just you know kicking goals, going for gold, not selling for silver. Um, your music is absolutely to die for. I've been a fan of you for years. Um, Sinner is your first track, you. which we are spinning so much. Um, we're obsessed with it. Um, get it now, Spotify, Apple, or hear it on the show. You know, if you want to be lazy, just keep it here. You know, we can't play it 24-7, but, you know, it's playing here. <laughs> um, Brie Clark, it is an absolute delight to meet you, to have a chat with you, and cannot wait to see um, you keep kicking goals this year, Brie. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Live across Australia, this is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show, the fresh one from the Kid Leroy. Um, that song, wow, A Thousand Miles, really hits you in the feels. I'm a big fan of Stay with the Beebs, but that, that is raw, authentic, vulnerable. I really dig that. Hope you did too. Um, 131009 if you want to get through at any time or hit me up on the gram. Hit, hit follow as well uh, at Brandon Atkins Radio. I would love to hear from you. Approaching the tail end of the show, but plenty more still to come. I am going to premiere a new track from you from uh, Gia Darcy based on the New South Wales Central Coast. That's coming up inside five and sweeter than all the candy in the world. Dua Lipa, Megan Thee Stallion coming up too. On air. Sweeter than all the candy in the world, Megan the Stallion, Dua Lipa, Sweetest Pie. Rounding out this week's edition of the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Thanks so much for hanging out. Um, if you missed any of the show, feel free to podcast us, iHeartRadio, Spotify. All you need to do is search On Air with Brandon Atkins and catch up with our chats from tonight. Tim McDonald, Bree Clark, or I don't know, if you want to catch up on six years, seven years worth of shows, actually. Next week marks our seventh anniversary. It's going to be an absolute hurt. We'll be, I don't know, reliving some of the best bits from, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't really thought that far yet ahead, actually. Um, I don't know, we'll do something for next week. Special, seven years. I never think I'd do it for seven weeks, let alone seven years. Wow. Um, wrapping things up a little early tonight. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for hanging out. Uh, in the meantime, plenty more of your favourite tunes on the way. Have a great one. Good night. On air. Ah!